Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, I'm, I'm, I won't put this little part in, but I may... Uh-huh pull all this tony part out and make it a bonus I episode was literally when i was over getting my charge i was like yeah. that might be a good because yeah. it's good stuff but yeah it's too long Will somebody get us another drink? let's talk let's talk tony award nominations okay okay this is what we would chat about in the bar i don't know if there's a bar this there, is, there is in this yeah, the world. whole thing is a bar of course there's yeah. a bar i'm sure your um, server comes to your table and takes another drink order exactly um thank you sir because that, that's mule, how they make please. their money with this um, i mean that's the key <clears throat> you know they're making their ticket money back by right. charging people um i mean a lot of tony noms are pretty obvious <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful way to open that like uh i did a did you see did you see my twitter poll i did i did and it was do you know what? It was heated. Uh, if people missed out on my Twitter poll, I, I asked who to, who was going to win the Tony Awards, and choice A was Hamilton, and yeah. so were choices B and C. Yeah, uh, it was really close. It was really <laughs> close. Um, but I think the right one won in the end. Right. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I mean, I I just think they're going to sweep. I think they're going to sweep. I hope they don't. Who do right? you think? Which I've which one through, do you think? In, in my Dave Malloy pilgrimage, <laughs> right? I've like, I've not hit like a backlash against Hamilton because. You know, uh-huh. it's, it's still great. perfect. Yeah. Um, but it's now, it's getting to the stage where, I mean, I don't think the, um, the board will kind of acknowledge this, but people, mm-hmm. the world, and literally the world, like the amount of people that I know that I didn't even realise knew about musical theatre, like, yeah, hell, mm-hmm. that, that's great. Um, yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> everyone kind of obsesses about it and it's like yeah hamilton has to win everything yes it does i'm like yes but have you actually looked at anyone else in the category or listened mm-hmm. to any of the other cast recordings right and a lot of the time the answer is no and i i just feel like because it's hamilton mm-hmm. you know a lot of people are just ignoring it obviously you know the awards committee won't Ignore, ignore everything else right because you you can only vote if you've seen the shows like there's there's restrictions put in place i can i don't know i can imagine but but are, are you just are you this this happens this happens in pop culture and you know it happens where once something gets too oh, what like the hipster yeah 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 once it gets too cool then it's too co- then you gotta you know jump ship a little i bit. mean not at all but i think i don't know i think as well like we were we were there well not at the start but Early, you know, early on when it when it became on Broadway, uh, 
podcast number one. Damn right. This is it was the gen. <laughs> it was the thing that we were like, we need to talk about Hamilton. Let's just make a podcast about it. Right, exactly. So I feel like we've we've been enjoying it for a very long time. And that's the thing is I don't I don't want everyone to turn around and be like, you hate Hamilton. Kill him. Burn the witch. <laughs> I, <laughs> not at all. I don't think anyone hates Hamilton. Right. And you'd be stupid if you did because yeah. it's amazing. But I just feel there are certain nominees there that I'm like, I don't know if you deserve that. Yeah. Um, there are certain nominees that I'm like, thank God you got that. Please win it. Basically, Christopher Jackson. Yeah? Yep. Su- surprised and... Uh, no. I mean, he's up against three of his o- two of his own cast members. Right. <laughs> um, who I'm like, yep, perfect. Yeah, I, I called <laughs> David Diggs from the podcast. Yeah, uh, that's true, and, you did. Um, I, don't, I don't know if he'll win it, because Leslie is a force to be reckoned with. Different categories. Oh, yeah. David is up for featured role. Oh, it's Jonathan um, again. He's up Les- there, isn't it? No, nope. So David, Jonathan, and Chris are, are featured actor. Featured right, also okay. up against uh, Brandon Victor Dixon from Shuffle Along and Christopher yep. Fitzgerald from Waitress. Right. And then leading actor is Lynn, Leslie, and then Zachary Levi from She Loves Me, Danny Bernstein from Fiddler, and uh, uh, the guy from... Uh, School of Rock plays Jack Black. Yes, yes, yes. All right, okay. Well, then he's got a better chance. Right? But it's... So, one, it's interesting that three actors from the same musical are nominated for the same category. Right. Nuts. Um, nuts. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. And uh, I don't know Jonathan Groff. I don't think Jonathan Groff will win. Um, no. Oh, God, no. Um, but like, d- He was great, but it's a, it's a tiny bit part. And, and yeah, and it's just... So, it's like, right... What what justifies best performance by an actor in a you know in a feature only musical? I mean, I guess mm-hmm. you know he makes the most of his feature. Yeah, but that's just the role. I mean, like exactly. It's like there's not anything. There's nothing to it. The only it. reason his replacements aren't nominated is because they were replacements. Like yeah, it's just th- that's the role. There's, yeah, there's nothing to it. There's not. Uh, you put on a funny British accent and. You dance and, about the stage, I guess. Would, you know, you you move your eyebrows a little bit. Yeah. Um, Chris Jackson, I... I don't know, I just, like... I've never really been the biggest Chris Jackson fan. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, like, this is huge. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry, Chris Jackson, if you're listening. You're great. You are a lovely person. You're a really lovely person. But this is important stuff. We're talking about... It's a competition, and only one person gets a Tony, unless you're a Billy Elliot. Right. Like... He he's very strong, mm-hmm. but as an act, I mean, I, I don't know. I've not seen Hamilton. I don't know. You know what I mean? This is the eternal thing with Tonys, right? Right. But knowing Chris Jackson, having seen as much as I've possibly seen of Hamilton and Chris Jackson yeah. in the role, he's, it, 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 you know what I mean? It could be Benny with a bit more poise. <laughs> I mean, I think featured actor is, is the most up in the air category as far as my world is. In, in terms of this year? In terms or, of this year. I, yeah. think, I think so. I think, I bet you, my, I'm, I would still put my money on on Mr. Diggs. David, yeah. But yeah. just barely. And again, I, I feel David, mm-hmm. uh, kind of sh- I love the idea of David, David winning it because he's not a, a Broadway guy. I mean, it would mean a lot if he won it. Right. Because the thing is, it's not like, oh, so let's cast this celebrity. Right. You know, he was cast for his rapping ability. Right, his technical skill. And his, his kind of pure heart to it. Yeah. But he's come in 
and he's played two massively contrasting roles with aplomb. You know, he sings, he raps in a French accent. <laughs> like, he's become this kind of, he's become really iconic. Mm-hmm. And I feel that is deserving of a Tony. I can see that too. So tell me what you think about a uh, leading actor. I want Danny to win it so much. Yeah? Yeah, I really do. I just think people aren't going to vote for Fiddler. But why not? I think people people are still going to have their founding father without a father glasses on. But then they're going to be like, well, we can't give Lynn another one because he can only hold so many. And they're going to give it to Leslie. I'm sorry. Right. This is where I'm actually going to get quite passionate. Yeah. I get Uh Lin-Manuel. He is... One of the greatest writers ever. I would never take that away from him. He's not one of the greatest actors ever. Nope. He's not, by any stretch, one of the greatest singers ever. So, when... This is one of my favorite artist stories. Do you know how Lady Gaga happened? Uh, no. Well, I don't know. Maybe? No, I don't know. Right? How Lady Gaga went... Like, became Lady Gaga. She... From, like, high school to... Like, found that persona, decided Uh this was the world she wanted to live in. The story goes, at least, and I'm sure I'm butchering it a little bit. Right. She was playing piano at some cabaret bar or, you know, just some venue where people were drinking and, you know, like she was the entertainment, but just on the side. Mm-hmm. And no one was paying attention to her and no one was listening to her, as as happens at places like that. And it was, it was kind of getting to her because, like, this was her art. This was the thing she cared about. And so one day she decided she was she stopped in the middle of the song, took all of her clothes off. And then sat down at the piano and continued to play. And then people paid attention. Right. Because she was naked. And that is 100% Lady Gaga's MO. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. She, you know, every, every, every show she does, every crazy thing she's doing is so that you'll listen to her music. It's yeah. not particularly about the weird, crazy persona she's building. It's, that's a distractor for getting into the music that she's doing yeah that's a beautiful point and yeah because the talent that she has transcends the Lin-Manuel Miranda very openly says he was faced with a similar problem he loved musical theater in Uh like in no small way the same way we do yep growing up on cast albums scrounging to see whatever show he can just like absolutely living and adoring in this world but there weren't shows where he could be the leading role yep outside of college, outside of high school, where, you know, that sort of stuff happens more often. And so he took it into his own hands and wrote them. And I think, I think now he has reached the success where he doesn't need to cast himself in that role and can start casting, like, start giving those roles away. But I think it says something really, really important that he followed that dream through. Mm -hmm. That on Broadway, there doesn't exist shows for people like me. So I am going to create them, and then to prove it, I'm going to be in them. And that is Hamilton to a T. What about, well, what about Heights? I think Heights starts it. You know, Heights is an autobiographical story. It's, yeah. the, first, it's the first story that any aspiring artist ever writes. And Lin-Manuel Miranda just happens to be a great artist. Uh-huh. Where Hamilton is a new piece of musical theater. That is so much more than... Because, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda is playing Lin-Manuel Miranda in In the Heights. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lin-Manuel yeah. Miranda is not playing, a, you know, a kid who grew up in Washington Heights in Hamilton. And, like, he's, he is redefining the narrative like that. Like, that's why I think it's important. You don't, you don't like the art that's out there? Go make some new art. 
is I, and I what complete, he says. I completely agree with that. I mm. completely agree with that. Um, but I I don't know. I I wouldn't feel comfortable writing a show that I was like, I I'm writing this. This role was really cool. Mm-hmm. I want it. Yeah, I'm gonna cast myself in it. I I I don't feel I don't feel comfortable doing that. Maybe that is just purely down to my own personal preference. I could see that. I would want to know. I want you know. I hope someday, and it's too soon for him to have this conversation. But I want to hear the interview someday with Lemuel Miranda about how he feels being in shows that he's written. You know. Do you think he'll do another? Do you think he'll do it again? I, I mean, I think good artists can't help but create. But no, that's that's that's. I think there's a difference between creating and, and acting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he, I, I don't think there's a difference for him. I don't. I, yeah. May, maybe that's it. I guess I don't know if he'll write another show with him as the lead. You know, in the same way that he decided he couldn't end Hamilton with in Washington Heights. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He he gets. He doesn't. Elvis Presley was asked to audition to be Conrad Birdie in the movie of Bye Bye Birdie and was going to take it, and his agent said, you can't do that. The moment you're a parody of yourself, your career is exactly. over. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Miranda isn't yet, but I think if he did another show, or two, or whatever, he would get very close to becoming a parody of himself. Yeah. And he's savvy. He's smart. He gets it. I don't think... Like, I think he would know well enough to do that. Um, mm. Also, he doesn't need to anymore, right? If the goal was create a Broadway that everyone has a role in, he's started that trend. Like, he... I d- yeah. That's yeah. what Hamilton's praised for. Like, he, we've reached it. You uh-huh, know? No, and co- then now he can write the shows for other Broadway people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I d- I, yeah. Yeah. Um, I d- yeah. I just don't think he's very good. <laughs> I still don't think <laughs> he's going to win the Tony for Best Actor. I, I, no. And, but I don't want it to be... I don't want it to be political. I want it to be artistic. Yeah. Danny Burstein's performance in Fiddler on the Roof is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Leslie Odom Jr.'s performance in Hamilton is fantastic. To us, Alex Brightman's also amazing. <laughs> I really like him in terms of, in, you know, in, inhabiting that character. Sorry, Zachary, I've not really watched much of you yet. It's, um, I mean, I also, I don't think Alex is going to win, you know, for the same reason I don't like those kind of musicals. The same reason right. I go on and on about Spongebob the musicals, the politics of it all. Yeah. That's not the, you know... They, but the, it, that's the, it. if you if yeah yeah it's it, it's that it's that sort of thing like if you take away the poll if you just look at right you are an actor right. are you you know right exactly but it's it's the it's the Tony it's the Tony Awards committee's way of like taking their little spray bottle of water and being like I no know. not what we want no that's why exactly. they get rid of the the sound design Tony oh. um for the record. <laughs> Dave Malloy bills himself as a musical theater composer, pianist, and sound designer. Right. And the show would not exist if sound design was not an art. Tony committee. Exactly. Tony committee. How many times can everyone tell you that Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812 would not be as amazing and specific as it was if it wasn't written by a sound designer? You know, exactly. And Hamilton, artist. I'm sorry, Hamilton, the amount of sampling mm-hmm. that is used in Hamilton, mm-hmm. it would not be nearly as good right? if Le Manuel didn't yeah. have a great knowledge of sound design. Like, oh man, doesn't that sound out. like an art? <sighs> I know. So, right, yeah. anyway. The, um, our, that, the anger moment over. <laughs> right. 
Um, <laughs> completely legit. What about actresses? Um, so let's. So leading roles is Laura Benanti from She Loves Me, Carmen Cusack from Bright Star, Cynthia Erivo yep, from Irivo. The Color Purple, Jesse Mueller from Waitress, and Philippa Sue from Hamilton. Hamilton. Th- Hamilton's going to win. She's amazing. Think? She's just amazing. I. I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> uh, my pick is Cynthia. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, is just, uh, just unstoppable. Because, because it started over here, um, I've seen a lot more of that than a lot of the other shows. And hopefully when I go across the pond mm-hmm. in like three weeks, mm-hmm. holy moly, um, <laughs> uh, Colour Purple's at the top of my list because... Yeah. And it isn't. It's not for Jennifer Hudson. Poor Jennifer Hudson. I know. Um, it's, it's not but, for tasting. But really, really, I don't think that poor. Um. Well, well. So I'll see. I'll let you know. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's it's all because yeah, she is just sensational. Mm-hmm. And Philip is very very good. Mm-hmm. But Cynthia Revo has I don't know. She's just got the vulnerability edge. It's also a better role. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. It's a much much better role for her to. There's a there's a lot more a lot more depth. Yeah. Not that not that um, Mrs. Hamilton, whose first name I can't remember <laughs> right now. <laughs> Eliza. <laughs> Eliza Hamilton um, does does not have a lot of depth, but not as much. That's my thoughts on that one. We'll see who wins. <laughs> um, and then what? Who, we'll ignore the plays. Not that we're ignoring plays, but you know we're a musical theater podcast. Exactly, Uh, Um, featured actress. Featured actress. I, I mean, I'm just like Renee. (laughs) Yeah. I have, uh, but again, I said it in the first podcast. I'll forever be obsessed. I think she's gonna win. I absolutely think she's she's gonna win. I so hope she does. I just love her. She's just fantastic. Yeah. Um, And I, I, I see that's the thing is I'm I I've told you this before. Like I'm an Angelica. Mm. Like I I'm her. Like she is my hero in that whole show. Mm -hmm. Um. And she, she, her and David are just my favorites. They're just fantastic. And it, yeah, it's it, beyond the performance. Just her is such a complex character. Satisfied is devastating and awesome. And just give her a f- Tony. Oh, so yeah. I keep swearing. She, <laughs> that's all right. She um, she deserves it very much. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not even going to acknowledge anyone else in the category. <laughs> so we 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 skip totally past the big categories. Well, well, I thought we should leave the best to okay, the end. Okay, okay, okay. Just because that's the big one. Those are the, I mean, the I always have my thoughts about the technical categories, but I also think those are more crapshoots. Mostly, yeah. not not because I think, I think partially because a lot of contemporary lighting design and a lot of contemporary costume design is just all exemplary. Like, mm-hmm. it's all very yeah, good, I, and yeah. it's difficult to do something... It's difficult to do something revolutionary with uh-huh. lighting design for a musical, where people are like, yeah. whoa, the lighting! Especially because <laughs> you don't want to leave Hamilton going, whoa, the lighting! The lighting, exactly. I, I think that's half of it. I think the other half of it is is that Tony voters, for the most part, aren't tech theater people. Yeah, exactly. You know, they they don't, that they stuff don't blows right past them, uh-huh. they're not thinking about it. It was interesting, with, with the Olivier's, the musical that won was Gypsy. Okay. Um, well, the the show that one that is play or musical mm-hmm. at the old Olivier's because who cares, um, right? And I think the lighting design for that was absolutely stunning. So I don't know whether maybe the the Olivier committee are really clued up on these things, but basically they don't do anything exceptional, mm-hmm. absolutely not. But they create natural light on the stage, and mm-hmm. you know, like that's that's fantastic. 
it's yeah. the most difficult thing to do and exactly they just they did it perfectly i was I, the amount of times i was blown away because it and also it was seamless with the set design like it was an amazing design that's awesome. uh, all together so yes well done. so I, anyway. I think that's also like the technical categories are just kind of tied to the production as a whole yeah yeah very true except very, very true. for <laughs> it uh-huh. does make it seem a bit like a slight when your musical is only nominated for technical awards say like poor american psycho which i believe american is up for psycho. lighting design and set design yeah and that's so, it well let's talk about american psycho it looks um, not so great Right. Have you have you listened to it yet? I've listened to it. I've listened. I got maybe three songs in. Uh-huh. Um. I watched. They they were on the Colbert show or something. I watched uh, whatever. Is, is this with the money gun? No. Oh, you must have seen it. I s- I'm sure it's that performance. It's not the... where they're doing um like the opening number. Yeah, I must have missed the money gun. Uh, no, you you can't have missed the money gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the Colbert report. How have you not? Maybe I maybe I gave up on this one too. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, this is so stupid. This is so stupid. Right? What what production meeting were they in where they were like, and then he pulls out a money gun and shoots dollar bills at the audience. For one second. <sighs> Literally just like ha ha ha. Yeah. No, ha, this ha, is ha. I mean, right. so did it's, you it's did you mess. see the Matt Smith production? I didn't know, but apparently it's pretty much identical. Did it do well? No. But what what it did is it was like, hey, do you know what? There's lots of potential here. There's yeah. lots of potential here. Go work on it uh-huh. and make it better. And you could have something really interesting on your hands. Yeah. So what they did uh-huh. um, was do nothing <laughs> and uh, put it on Broadway. So It just right. seemed like the the whole, none of the tone of any of the pieces match. The tone of the music doesn't match the source material. Like yep. a a Duncan chic electro pop extravaganza doesn't really fit with like the calm, cool, and secret world of Patrick Bateman. Like mm-hmm. he's not the kind of character who who sings his feelings. Yeah, it, that's that's it's. But the thing is, is like so. There's there's some moments of genius in it where I think it gets really close. Because I, I love American Psycho, just mm-hmm. to preface. Yeah. The, the film, amazing. The book, terrifying. Love it. I feel the opening monologue mm-hmm. makes sense. Because it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty much verbatim from the source material. But just in, the, in even the way that Thingy delivers it, mm-hmm. I feel Matt Smith actually is better at delivering it. He's not as good a singer. But better at the acting. But better at the acting set. But that's fine, it's Matt Smith. And that idea is just really good and just very matter of fact. Mm-hmm. But the second he goes introspective, I'm like, well, that actually physically can't be done because you never get, you never see inside Patrick Bateman's mind. Yeah. And heaven forbid if you do, because, oh my God, he can't sing about his feelings because he doesn't understand his feelings. Right. Like, he is, I don't know, I don't know the correct term, psychopath or sociopath. Yeah. I think psychopath. But it, it just is completely at odds. So why yeah. not, I mean... Make a show where he doesn't sing. Make a play. About his feelings. Like, make it. Make it not yeah. a musical. It just doesn't seem to fit. Well, no, that's that's the thing. Is I actually I don't mind it as a musical because the, again there are some moments where I'm like, yeah, I, I do kind of get it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's got well, some of the songs mm-hmm. have that really good '80s vibe. And again, I'm a massive fan of the 80s and new wave and high energy and the the kind of gay disco scene do you know what mm-hmm. i mean like yeah. this, that's 
what I'm obsessed with <laughs> amongst everything else. But there are there are some great moments of that. Mm-hmm. Like Hard Body is got you can imagine that being in a gay club, you know, I mean in London yeah. and things like uh You Are What You Wear. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean it sounds a bit like early Madonna, yeah, Cindy Lauperish. So there's these like little allusions. Yeah. But then you've just got some random ass crap in there. It's it's is, just just pure it, crap. Like and appar- apparently, um, mm-hmm. my friend McDev was saying that a lot of the songs are just Duncan Shake songs that he's written when he was in his band that he's just chucked I, into the musical. I, pardon my French, fucking hate all that. Like, right. <laughs> it is everything I hate about musical theatre. A popular yeah. commodity blindly adapted into a poorly conceived piece of theatre using popular names to try and draw people in. Yeah. It's just... Grinds my gears. And so, you know, sorry, not sorry, American Psycho. I'm so disappointed in Duck and Sheet because I'm like, I thought you were better than this man. <laughs> Let's, I mean, never forget, Lin-Manuel Miranda helped bring, with bring it on the musical, so. Right, we, that's true. We, we all, we all the, have our skeletons. The middle ones are always a bit shaky. <laughs> He's going to come back with something huge. I'm just so disappointed. So yeah. disappointed. Uh, sorry, that was, a, that was a massive segue. Nothing of that is going to make it into the podcast because it's already uh, five hours long. So. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So, do you want to talk, like, direction? Uh, because I yes. think that's an interesting category. What is what is always interesting to me about these categories is that they're the categories where the revivals and the new stuff go head-to-head. Exactly. Which is interesting. For direction, up is Spring Awakening with Michael Arden, John Doyle for The Color Purple, Scott Ellis, Ellis for She Loves Me, uh, Tommy. Uh, Thomas, Tommy, Tommy Kyle for <laughs> Hamilton, and then George C. Wolfe for I Shuffle know. Along or the Making of the oh. Musical Sensation of 1921 and all that followed. Do you yeah. remember, I don't remember how many years ago, you know the movie Precious? Oh, right, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The full title is Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. That is the full official title. So, right. the year when Precious won a whole bunch of Oscars, every time they had to say the name, they said Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Yeah. And up for is this short movie name, this short movie name, and Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was George Clooney who was like announcing the best picture stuff. Um yeah. and was like, Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. And I don't remember what the next movie was, but he was like, uh-huh. Finding Nemo, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. And it's become this joke that like this, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. I, I, that's completely gone with my head. They I am sure it. at the Tony Awards, it is going to become very trying if they're like, shuffle along, or the making of the musical yeah, the sensation musical of sensation 1921 and all that followed. That, followed. Yeah. that is a too long title. That right. title is too long. You don't need but that. But I think, I think they're going to have to do it. Yeah, I've, it's going to be really trying. Because that's just the convention. Yeah. Because same um, with On Your Feet, because On Your Feet is, is On Your Feet right. story of Emily Lingle Restaurant. So, like, Ugh. they're going to have to do it. Yep. And we're going to get bored. 
think and it's up for quite a lot. So. <laughs> um, um, so, so Hamilton, right. She Loves Me, Shuffle Along, Color Purple, Spring Awakening. I okay. think Spring Awakening might win. Yeah. I mean, it, it, in many ways, it does really deserve to. Yeah. Especially for really, directing. Really the concept of that whole show is excellent. <laughs> like, and, and the only category to award that concept in is directing like it seems like an inappropriate award for the thing you're trying to honor you know Uh but at the end of the day it's like i mean i I don't know the history of spring awakening but i don't unless deaf west came to michael arden and we're like hey michael arden we love spring awakening do Mm -hmm. you want to direct this like he had to have this idea somewhere in his head where he's like do you know what i want to make this more open i want to open this up um and he's a good guy like yeah I don't doubt that, that that was his thinking and he executed it. And the thing is, it's like, it wasn't perfect. We've right. discussed this. It wasn't perfect, but it was brilliant. Like, it was fascinating. It was interesting, interesting. and new in ways that, that the direction for Hamilton isn't. The direction for Hamilton is still great. But it's, it's very linear. Like, it's yeah. very... It's, like, I don't know, I feel being a director... Uh-huh. Um, without sounding as wanky as that sounded um <laughs> but being like i think about oh, how would i do this you know uh-huh. I mean? with right. everything that i listen to yeah and with hamilton the first thing mm-hmm. before i saw any press any staging image was i was like oh my god i bet you uh-huh. they will be in like a mashup of like period dress yeah. and hip-hop because yep. how good would that be? Yep. And the whole thing would be like half and half. Yep. And I'd be like, that feels so cool, so fresh. Yeah. And I see it and I'm like, oh, it's, it's all just in period. And it's, it's, it's quite, actually quite boring. It's quite boring. Yeah. The, the pure direction of Hamilton is, is appropriate. And, and not that the direction for Spring Awakening sticks out or like seems inappropriate, but it, it, is, right. it is more worthy of honor than Hamilton. Yeah. Completely. Nothing. I mean, I love you, Tommy. Oh, completely. And well done for Greece. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And, Thank and you. Hamilton, and you know the rest of everything else you do. Yeah, but you know, just a little bit more imagination. Like, I can't That's wait to your next one. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You learn from <laughs> Hamilton. Meanwhile, choreography. So is Hamilton shuffle along, fiddler, dames at sea, and uh, on your feet, the story yeah. of Emilio and Gloria Estefan, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. What we've got here um, is me, and this happens quite a lot in Tony's, where my, my brain has to get split in two. Yeah. Like, um, you know, in uh, The Lion King, uh-huh. when Rafiki opens that, like, juicy fruit? Yeah. Juicy fruit, <laughs> the feels... gum. And then he chews Yeah, he opens it. a pack of juicy fruit and just hands it out. <laughs> um, no, that, that, it's like, yeah. and then he puts the stuff on his head. Right. Um, imagine that happening to my brain, because okay. I have loved Savion Glover. Mm-hmm for so effing long like yeah. um he was one of the first tap dancers that i was ever introduced to mm-hmm. and i just i was like I, w- I want to do that you know i want to do mm-hmm. what you do and because it was when we did anything goes and it was my first experience of tap dancing we had this am- amazing choreographer and she of course i was just into it i was like oh who else do you like um and she just kind of sent me all these things and she sent me this video of seven cover and i was like what you the, uh, incredible <laughs> absolutely incredible and i've watched quite a lot of the choreography that he's done and it's uh-huh. really tough <laughs> like it's some challenging challenging stuff i don't know what the execution's like but the actual <laughs> the actual choreographic design uh-huh. is 
great. Yeah. And then on the other hand, uh-huh. we have Hoffa Schechter, who I think needs to win it for many reasons. A, because he's stopped the curse of Jerry Robbins. Thank God. <laughs> right? Exactly. Nothing against Jerry Robbins, but you know. It's I how know. many decades le- later. Exactly. The world has changed. And not only has he re-choreographed it, he's drawn from the source material in yeah. a way that Jerry Robbins didn't quite do. Yeah. Um, and he's created something very innovative for Broadway. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think Hoffa Schechter should win it. But I'm a massive Seven Glover fan. You so. don't think this is just going to be another category that Hamilton's going to sweep? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. I'm very passionate about this. No. The choreography in Hamilton is very, very, very similar to the choreography in Heights. That's true. And I don't think that should be award rewarded. The choreography for Heights was sensational. Mm-hmm. The choreography for Hamilton is a watered-down version of the choreography for Heights. My two cents. I, if, if Andy wins it, I will be disappointed. Thoroughly. I'm excited to follow your Twitter. Damn right. Oh, so um, is that at as in Hendrix on Twitter? Is that what that is? It is indeed. What's yours, T? <laughs> uh, musical Mash. Mine's, mine's a little easier. The pseudonym. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tommy's Musical Mash. Hey. Uh, yeah. Um, um, do, you think, do you think Andy's got a chance? Uh, I think it's everyone's got, their, everyone's got their $10 bill goggles on. I'll be so annoyed. I, I think, I mean, a lot of times with theater, it's easy to fall into this trap of, like, embracing, embracing is the wrong word. New stuff sticks out. Like, n- mm-hmm. new stuff, you, you'd think about Fiddler on the Roof and you're like, oh, yes, the choreography, because that was the interesting thing about the show, you know? Mm-hmm. You think about American Psycho and you're like, oh, yes, the lighting, because that was the interesting thing about the show. You think of Hamilton and you don't think of the choreography because it, was appropriate um and i again i'm i disagree i disagree yeah i I actually disagree because i no i i i i think it was lazy i think that's valid the choreography that they used in hamilton Mm -hmm. was vaguely hip-hop it was closer to being contemporary to be honest and it wasn't illustrative it wasn't Mm -hmm. hugely dynamic it it didn't release in terms of what choreography should be, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't serve that purpose. I, I do feel that Fiddler, you know, it had it was referencing a culture. Mm-hmm. Um, it was modernizing it. Mm-hmm. It was seamlessly tracked through, and at the end of the day, it was beautiful. No, I think that's valid. I, you know, these are this is also much more your wheelhouse than it is mine, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, that's the, is it. Some, it's something I'm I am hugely passionate about um because i think a lot of times i think the choreography tony has been given away (laughs) incorrectly because of well i don't know i guess it's like you say the voters don't necessarily quite get what goes into it yeah i i would wager one of the most underappreciated and most important tony awards best orchestrations exactly and this one give it give it to this is this is is a hamilton (laughs) show in a hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred and fifty percent. Mostly even incredible. because what he's up against. Like, bright star, right. <laughs> she loves me, and shuffle along. I like, know. Um, boring, boring, I mean, boring, orchestration-wise. And, do you know, I, I, was, I was surprised but happy that American Psycho didn't appear on yeah. this list. Because 
Like it was incorrect. Um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So very happy yeah. for you, Alex, because Alex, you're yep. going to win this. Yeah. Well, and it's also you know you watch all of the digital media that exists of Lin Manuel Miranda working on Hamilton, and Alex yeah. is right next to him the entire time. If he's not accompanying him on the piano, he is like. <laughs> they're also ready to talk about the thing like completely this is a collaboration to a t completely it's yeah excellent (laughs) so then we get to the big ones um i think we should talk about non-revival first because i think that's the easier one right i mean does anyone think (laughs) hamilton's not gonna win exactly if like, it doesn't and, and again if it doesn't i'll be so i mean th- i don't even know why i'm saying if it doesn't because right. it will right but like it's you know <laughs> the it's worth it to think about the others bright star school of rock uh-huh. shuffle along and waitress right okay it let's say hamilton wasn't this season uh-huh who would win uh i would want it mm-hmm. to go to shuffle along yeah because of I find it hugely groundbreaking, um, and the same a lot of the same with that Hamilton, and it's it's hugely groundbreaking. And it, obviously, it's it's an updating, right? Which is is controversial. Obviously, yeah. they had to change so much right. of the criteria, yeah. to get it in. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm very glad they did because it, it's a different world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. sorry, that was the 20s, and Broadway and is we are now not the same. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, so. I would. That's what I would want because I think best musical isn't just about what's best. This is the only one that I'll allow politics uh-huh. <laughs> to interfere with because I think, yeah. it, you know, I mean, the best musical is that it has a social status as well as a creative and artistic one. And I feel if Hamilton wasn't around, people would be looking to shuffle along. Yes, absolutely. A paragon. Do you agree? I do agree. Um, yeah. I I think I do. Uh, you want to talk best revival? Because I think this is one of the more difficult yeah. ones to call. I because I year. can't call it. Yeah, I can't do it. So it's I'm not gonna, the color purple, <laughs> Fiddler on the Roof, She Loves Me, and Spring Awakening. I think right away we can cross out She Loves Me, which is a yeah. fine show, and it's just a kind of generic revival. Yeah, and it's a, it's a shame that this is the season. That it is a shame because it it's a great show, <laughs> and it's uh, uh, what's her face from Thirty Rock? She's fabulous. Jane Krakowski. Jane Krakowski is in yeah. it, and she's great. And Zachary Levi, did I get yeah, that right? I love yeah, them both, but they're great. It's a cute musical. It has some of my favorite songs from like old, old musicals. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I just feel it's it's a shame for it because as mm-hmm. a, as an old musical, it's actually really good. It's really, yeah. really good. Yeah. But it's who's gonna even look at it? Who's gonna look at it? There's nothing. And like compared to the things it's up against, there's nothing right. new in it. It's like a generic whitewashed version of ye oldie broadway and it's sorry but we got to start accepting it the golden age is over and and we're like like, we're in a new realm if you're not doing something new i feel like kind of five years ago sort of mm -hmm. promises promises time yeah it could have been a contender yeah or even like you know when when dan radcliffe was in how to succeed like there was a time where revivals with with people you recognize in them did well but uh-huh. i th- i think people have gotten a younger generation has gotten more creative than that on broadway and, yeah. and are demanding a lot more yep. from their productions yep. so then we're stuck, so we're stuck with spring awakening fiddler and color purple yeah so three extremely three. well no actually i think color purple and fiddler and roof are doing similar things they're really good updates of 
Yeah, and they're super modern. Yeah, super, they're super, super modern, modern in in just kind of like all across the board. Where Spring Awakening is more out of left field. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's it's barely a revival. We you know we did a whole podcast about it. Um, like <laughs> yeah, it, it was uh, on it was on five minutes ago. Right. <laughs> like hello again. But then it's not. You know, it's not like oh, Les Mis has showed up for its sixth revival. It's like oh, this is a different production of Spring Awakening, which is really interesting. Yeah. Like, the, I, I can't think of a revival that's not something stupid or popular like Les Mis or Cats uh-huh. um, that has starred some of the same cast members as the original production. I know. You I know? know? Like, yeah. so close to each other that you can just, you know, come on back, we're doing it again. But it's different. Yeah, completely. Yeah, and that's it. It's so different. If you're going to revive something that's happened really recently, yeah. do it like this. Yeah. I think, I think for, that, for those reasons, they might give it to Spring Awakening. I I would be really surprised. Yeah, it, I mean, because critically it didn't do that well. Yeah, but this is where um, then you're getting into the discussion as to whether it's a critical choice or a political choice. I think the political choice is Spring Awakening. Do you think we want more like this? But the thing is, so this is, I don't know. Yeah, I, I do agree. Like, do more like this. But mm-hmm. what they what they did was still. And it's—I know it'll sound like I'm going back on myself, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not. <laughs> Basically, like what they did was innovative, but there were still inaccuracies, and there were still things that yeah were wrong, inappropriate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that isn't for Michael Arden to be penalised because it's his conception, and that is that his concept is fantastic. But then you have to look at it as a unit mm-hmm. and a, a whole thing yeah. for it to get best revival and. I don't know. Yeah, because I it's, don't know. It's not up for much else, really. It's not, which is interesting. I think. Remember, well, actually, when we did the podcast, mm-hmm. we said, "Gosh, it's going to be really tough at twenty time to think because who do you give the actor awards to?" Yeah, and none of them the, are nominated. And none of them are nominated. Yeah, <laughs> is that them just trying to get out of a hole? Yeah, you can see. Or, or uh, is it such an ensemble show? That's a bullshit uh-huh. excuse. But oh, completely. But you know. For the record, it's up for three. Best Revival, yep. Lighting Design, and Direction. I, I bet you if it wins Direction, it won't win Revival. I bet you yeah. if it doesn't win Direction, it will win Revival. Because that's how people vote. Yeah, very true. Um, yeah, I can see that happening. I don't know. I, don't, I, I honestly don't have an opinion. Because be I'd be happy if any of the three of them won. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's also, like, politically wise, a, a, a Tony win is great for a show that's running. Spring Awakening is yep. the only one that's not running. Spring Awakening closed before its time. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to see that. I had planned to see that. Yeah. And then it went away and I was annoyed. That's <laughs> really unfortunate. Um, that's the Tony Awards. Oh, we didn't talk about best book. Oh, we didn't talk about best book. Or best score. <laughs> well, we didn't, yeah, I mean... Well, I mean, we know best score is going to be Hamilton. Yeah, you think so? Are you serious? Well, it's... it's... The, the best bit about Hamilton is the score. I'm just checking. I feel like you just opened a gateway into a different dimension <laughs> by insinuating that Hamilton by might asking. not win. Yeah, it's a, it's literally. I feel like that's more secure than it winning best musical. I'm just I'm just making sure that you're still the real Jimmy and you haven't been replaced I by see. like a sports playing imposter or something by the person from the other dimension that you just opened. Yeah. <laughs> Um, best book. It's got to go to Hamilton. It's not going right. to go to yeah. 
This is why we didn't talk about them because they're easy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I do think in, to go back a little bit, in um, yeah. Best Actor World, both uh, of those winning book and score is mm-hmm. a reason, is a, is a, I think, more plausible reason that some voters will not vote for Miranda for Best Actor. Yeah. Because they'll be like, well, he's already got these. He doesn't it's need the another. Show. Let me vote for someone else. Uh huh. Not because they've assessed it accurately. Uh huh. Or inaccurately. You know, no, no comment about better or worse actor wise. But I think people will like, you know, if every answer is B on the multiple choice quiz, you want to uh-huh, choose some other, some other answers. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful analogy. And also, he, he doesn't serve it. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, <laughs> so, watch the Tony Awards. Did you know, Jimmy, I learned this fact. Um, Tell me. Commercials, a minute's worth of commercials mm-hmm. on all of the American award shows. So the Oscars, mm-hmm. the Grammys, the Tonys, and the Emmys. Yeah. A commercial is the most expensive on the Tonys. I'm slightly proud. Not because the Tonys, the Tonys pale in comparison as far as audience is concerned. The Oscars uh-huh. get like 11 million and the Tonys get like 2 million. But... Tony Award viewers, legitimate advertising research fact, are smarter. It's not even like a hoity-toity thing. Like, there is Uh research, and generally, Tony Award viewers are smarter, and therefore more affluent, um, which is just what the advertising says. And so, people want to advertise their more expensive products during the Tony Awards. So, as you sit through that next commercial on the Tony Awards, you know, think back on that one. I am going to. I'm going to be analyzing. Isn't that interesting? Very much so. Granted, I only read one article on the internet, so, you know. It has to be true. It has to be true. On the internet. It has to be. <laughs> Very interesting. I'm musing on that already. And that's hmm. Tony Awards. Uh, Thanks for listening to our bonus uh, episode. We- okay, anyway, we, yeah, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, because we need to get back into the theater. So uh, hurry up and go take your seat and get back into that. wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying The Quiet Part Out Loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.